What's up, guys? Um, during the this episode, we had an audio issue where the audio quit recording in the middle of the conversation, but I caught it and was able to get everything back going. So there's a little in the middle of this episode. There's a little like cut where the conversation kind of fades in and out, but um, that's what happened. And I think I had a faulty cord and I fixed it. So hopefully, this doesn't happen in the future. In life, you don't know what to expect. Never really know what's coming next. Try your best to put your mind to rest. Take a guess, but don't hold your breath. Now you can cry and bitch and whine and say, fuck the world and have a good ass time. Because we're all going to die, but we're not dead yet. So let's get it started. Say, we're the bad hands. It's season three, episode four. Another episode of Set With A Bet where we talk about the show where we make comics do crazy things. There's challenges. There's wild stuff. I'm your co-host, Zane Lovelady. That's your other co-host, Bear. And he's back for his second time after being on in season two. It's my new roommate, Eugene Belcourt, everybody. Eugene Belcourt. What's up, guys? Appreciate y'all for having me back. Absolutely. I think that officially makes you a set with a veteran. It does make you a set with a veteran. Yes. Let's go. For those of you that have seen the sick fucking intro at the top of these, well, I, I'm not supposed to say the F word early on. All right, whatever. No, no views on YouTube. It's fine. Um, I, the sick fucking intro that Bear did, um, yeah, I'll just double down on it, uh, that Bear did uh, for Set With A Bet, it ends with Eugene's challenge where he had to eat crickets, and he's eating your... The, the, the clip... Seth, what is the clip? The clip is... At the end of uh, a audience member threw a cricket in his mouth, and then he throws up the rocker signs like, "Woo!" Yeah. While wearing a sexy nurse yeah. costume, with his yeah. beard all glittered up, makeup done, it was quite impressive. <laughs> I yeah. felt sexy. <laughs> I bet you did. And Boy, the- if everybody could see the bottom of my nutsack, I'd feel sexy too. <laughs> I just felt bad for that dude in the front row because at one point, like. During my first set, I did. Did like, you a jump Morgan. and old dick waft? Well, like, so I set my I set my foot up on the stool on stage. Yeah, and did like the Captain Morgan, and he's just like right here getting full taint, <laughs> staring down the barrel of a four ten. <laughs> it was more like a twenty two, but <laughs> um, it was a a great challenge, and honestly, uh, it is I think. Part of the fun of those punishment sets is like eating live crickets is horrible, but the audience I don't think gets behind something another one another challenge like when it's just so when you gotta persevere like that. Yeah, when you gotta persevere, the audience is like, "Let's go!" Let's go. Yeah, because the girl didn't. But the reason she was up there putting crickets in your mouth is she didn't believe they were real crickets. <laughs> real crickets. <laughs> she thought we were bullshit. <laughs> I went to a bait shop that said "not for human consumption" and bought those crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and she she started popping off in the crowd, and, and Bear goes, "Go eat one then." <laughs> you almost got that lady killed. That whole crowd turned against her instantly. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck no, those are real you fucking won. crickets." That's what the whole crowd was chanting. They wanted it so they wanted. We want blood. They wanted that cricket's oh, blood. Bringing her on stage to throw one in my mouth was the only way I could get her through the show safely. Yeah, that, that was great though. That was a beautiful. Uh, instinct you went to and good showmanship but oh you don't believe it why don't you come put one in my mouth yeah. that was a great call Well, because she got Appreciate up there it. and like it she got up there and realized they were 
very real crazy. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, I did not want to touch it. Yeah, she wanted it. It was hard for that girl to put it in Eugene's mouth yeah. so, he, so he could eat it. Eugene opened his mouth and two more crickets were crawling up his throat trying to get out. Oh, yeah, it, was all, it was a family reunion. Yeah, that? no shit. Um, that uh, was rough. Like, just so y'all know. The, no like, shit, it was the, rough. The dragon, the cold, I'd do that again, no problem. Eating live crickets with no teeth. <laughs> Dude, that was some of the most excruciating shit. There was one cricket that, like I could not chew on. He just like kept moving around. So I just swallowed him. I just got like, a full of soda and just swallowed him He down. just took a little acid bath in your stomach. <laughs> oh. No, he didn't even make it down. He got stuck in my throat. And like I was trying to tell a joke and I almost gagged. Well, no, I did. Like, he was crawling back up, and I could feel it inside my. Oh, but, like I was still like just trying to get through my set. Oh, that's so gnarly! You gotta chew him. You gotta kill him. Yeah. yeah. Well, Eugene doesn't have the top row of his teeth, and he like showed up. And he's like, I yeah. forgot my dentures. <laughs> well, that's the one thing you need. He had glitter in his beard, but no dentures. God he spent five hours on my makeup. <laughs> And two hours on my hair. Not 30 minutes putting my teeth in. <laughs> oh, Boy, oh. I bet you never come toothless to a cricket-eating competition again. <laughs> I bet I don't ever show up to a cricket-eating competition again. <laughs> What's funny is Eugene and I live together now, so like I now we like eat a lot of meals together. Eugene will be like, like we he got a, a bacon burger from Rally's the other day, and he was like, yeah, I didn't like it because the little bacon pieces in it, like, Reminding him of crickets. <laughs> <laughs> they cut up the inside of his mouth, like so I can't imagine. of glass. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine what a little cricket <laughs> with, with like, <sighs> like little pincers and stuff. Do crickets bite? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you ain't ever been bit by a cricket. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm fairly certain one bit me when I was biting them the other night. <laughs> oh, I'm calling horseshit. Grasshoppers bite. No, they don't. They don't? Locusts do. When they turn into locusts, I think they bite then. But Grasshoppers turn into locusts? They're the same thing. It's just a different... Uh, you didn't know that? Dog, I'm from fucking Ryzen. Fuck, <laughs> no, we ain't teach no shit like that. Okay, so all a locust is is a grasshopper that goes through a metamorphosis. So, like, um, grasshopper life cycles, they grow up and they have plenty of grass to eat. And they're all eating the grass, and they're grasshoppers, and they're happy. But when the grass starts to go away because they've ate it all, they get me. They start to starve, and their body changes. Their thorax gets bigger, their wings get bigger, their legs get bigger, and they turn into locusts. And that's when they swarm and take over crops. And that's what the Bible was talking about. Well, these people evolve like Pokemon. Yes, yes, exactly like Pokemon. Like their XP gets low because, or their XP gets up because they're getting through hard times. And then boom, they <laughs> evolve into a locust. <laughs> Oh, that's a good no analogy. Idea. Yeah, it is exactly like a Pokemon. Huh. Learn more every day. I've evolved into a locust. But I don't think, gra I've never been, I've fished with grasshoppers and crickets and never been bit by either one. And I've put a lot of hooks in a lot of them. <laughs> Locusts are good for fishing too. I'm sure. Um, Speaking of evolution. You know what else is good for fishing? Mice. What? Yeah. Bass love Arkansas mice. Game and Fish Commission. We have never fished. With <laughs> <laughs> These are all jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that might be against one of their rules. <laughs> I didn't say I did it. I just said the fish like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one time I saw a mouse in water, <laughs> and the fishes <laughs> were right there. Boy, you throw a field rat in a pond, it'll disappear real quick. <laughs> 
Really? Yeah. Uh, you're allowed to put it in a snake cage. I don't know why you can't put it in a... Well, they just don't want you putting a hook in it and being, because that's cruel, throwing a hook in a rat and drowning it. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. <laughs> no, it was a noose. <laughs> that's so much worse. <laughs> oh, no, we, we we took it to the gallows before. We, well, it's probably the kicking that gets the fishies. Yeah, when they're swimming across there, boy, them fish, they love it. Like a yeah, baby mouse. A, yeah. Yeah, if you were a heinous and cruel person, <laughs> you would need a live mouse to you fish. You definitely need a live one, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, no one wants a... a what, you trying to care about mice or you trying to catch big fish? Like. <laughs> yeah, fish don't want to eat fur puppets just floating in the... That's already gone. They don't want that. Right. They, they want a they sense of struggle. I, I wonder how many fish, if they were bigger, would be more deadly than sharks. You think a bass? Most of them. Yeah, probably most a bass of bass would right? fuck you up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, bass are mean. Like a great white-sized bass? Yeah, you're dead. I'd love to hook that. <laughs> oh, That's buddy. That's my dreams are made of right there. Yeah, you Careful, wouldn't. you're going to make me and Eugene hard. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if fish were big, guys. <laughs> well, I couldn't even hold that up on my Facebook profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we couldn't back up enough. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh! I've already, we've already talked about that. Um, so, but uh, it, it, speaking of bigger and bigger fish, we are uh, we're frying something it, it, b- greater than we ever have uh, on set with a bet in season three. We've got um, challenges and whatnot that we're doing for this one. Eugene, you're competing against Seth Dees for the Who's Your Daddy competition. You'll be picking audience members out of the crowd to see who can empty a Kleenex box the fastest. Kleenex boxes may better think of sperm bank, so the loser, whichever one of your audience members loses, has to... uh, You'll have... You are a sperm donor. And you have... You're getting a list of your children. Seven terrible kids. Seven deadly kids. Yeah, I come up with some of them. Yes. One of them's going to be Draco Malfoy. <laughs> it's definitely going to be one of them. Not a Slytherin. <laughs> one God. of them's going to be Joffrey Lannister. God damn. One of them's going to be Casey Anthony. Oh, no. <laughs> and the rest of them are going to be a surprise for the live show. <laughs> Casey Anthony would have been Joffrey's mother. So she'd kill him? Yeah. Is Joffrey from Game of Thrones? Yeah. yeah I hate that little fucker. <laughs> you know, like, uh, when he so he played his part so well that, like, people in real life were wanting that kid dead, sending him death threats and shit. Oh, I my gosh. may or may not have been one of them. <laughs> <laughs> By people, he means him. Eugene, <laughs> Eugene learned how to use a computer. <laughs> Just to send <laughs> Just top row of teeth out chewing on a cricket. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> die, Joffrey! Die! <laughs> I met a Joffrey. We met a. Was his name Joffrey? Yes. I do feel like I remember meeting a Joffrey. Oh, dude! I didn't know that was a bad guy. We we met a Joffrey at an open mic once, and um, you didn't know he was bad. His name was Joffrey. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I knew I was. He was bad. Jeffrey's all right. Joffrey's a dick. I, I mean, I knew that Joffrey was bad. I watched him do stand up. <laughs> Um, but, but, <laughs> but I didn't know the character was evil. Yes. He's like, he is the Draco Malfoy of the 
Game of Thrones world, but just like Game of Thrones is a little more M-rated than Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Which God. is a shame, <laughs> by the way. I would love to see what was underneath some of those cloaks. They should have been a little bit less invisibility, if you ask me. Emma Watson, by the by that last movie? Yeah, Boy. make sure you clarify that last movie there, Oh, homie. yeah, that's right. She was 11 at first. <laughs> yeah, don't. I was 11 at first, too, okay? Isn't it? When you're 11, you don't think about how creepy it is that, like. Right. This is somebody your age. Right, right. Yeah. But, like, when I, like, when you first discover pornography and you're typing in, like, 13-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You didn't do that? No. No. My dad made sure I was smart enough to look for 18 and up. <laughs> my dad did not. Jesus Christ. I, thought, well, I was like, that's that's what's a pro. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, it's making me salivate. Oh, here. my God, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I, was, I was 13 also. I, so I thought that I was like, I got to look for my age range. Who? This is, don't act like this is crazy. As I was really hoping, I thought that was a normal thing. I, I really thought that was going to go differently. Maybe in Jared Fogel's household, but no, no. I don't like still, I'm not like checking every day to see if something's been uploaded. Oh my It was when God. I was also in middle school. I was like, that's, that's what I should do. I, should, I mean, that's a hilarious bit. I should look at mothers, you know. <laughs> like I gotta go. That's uh, the, my peers, <laughs> my contemporaries. I, I I couldn't find anything. Before I we like, started recording, Zane was like, "Guys, I don't really have anything to talk about." <laughs> and then he was like, "Need to talk about now." <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so Set with the Bet will be looking for a new host in season four. <laughs> I, um, I, uh, I, uh, I, it, I couldn't find any. I never did find any. I way. can't wait for people to be like, why is Zane not the host of Set with the Bet? And he was like, oh, did you not hear? He admitted to looking up kitty porn. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I was I was younger. I think I was looking for older women too. I, I think I was like eleven, and I was like, I'm gonna go for a thirteen year old. Like, I was like, I don't want to be weird. I don't want to be weird, like fourth graders, you know. Like I, it was, it made good sense at the time. It made good, good sense at the time. I um, yeah, dude. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that defense has ever been made before. <laughs> Your Honor, it made good sense at the time. <laughs> all right. You got you to gotta trust me. Right? Just at the time, it made real good sense. I'll, no one may have ever said it, but a few people thought <laughs> it. A few people thought it at their crimes, at the court hearing that they were. That it, that's what everyone's thinking. Everyone's got to be thinking that. Oh, that yeah. That committed crime. <laughs> Listen, at the moment. <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, now that I got caught and everything. Yeah, you kind of kind of unraveled seems, there. Yeah, th I, this really was not a bad idea until you decided to punish me for it. I up until that moment, it's like I got rid of him, you know. But uh, after that, it's you know. What other uh, skeletons you got in your closet, buddy? I did uh, find a pretty cool ethical quandary the other day. Really? What is um, it? The Charlie problem. The Charlie problem. Yeah. The trolley? Charlie. Charlie. Oh, oh, no, maybe it's trolley. 
I've heard of the trolley problem. Maybe it is the trolley problem. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is definitely the trolley. It's about a trolley. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, trolley. it's about a, it's about a trolley named Charlie. Dude, I just, I just <laughs> stop wearing beanies. Every time I wear a beanie, I lose my hearing. Like even just like a little bit over my ears, I feel. Yeah, like when it, I hunt, I take my hood off, and I don't have anything over my ear because it does make a difference. It does make a difference. I I I literally I've been mishearing people. I need to get a haircut. That's the reason, reason why I don't like hunting anymore is because I can't fucking hear shit. Like yeah. Fucking doe will fucking sneak up on me. I'll look down and the bitch is under my stand. Like, fuck. Yep. I can hear great and I don't like hunting. Yeah. Well, oh, no, your shot ain't quite there. <laughs> no, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. I'd, get, I'd have to go out there with a Gatling gun. <laughs> I, it's so, I bet bah, bah, you couldn't bah, bah. kill a deer with a Gatling gun. <laughs> You could scare the shit out of one with a Gatling gun, but you, <laughs> you wouldn't hit it, I don't think. I don't know. I feel like if I'm there and I coach you through it, I think we can get it done. But Left! <laughs> like that scene in Pol- Okay, so. Clarification on what just happened. I'm sure you'll probably put something in, but we're having some audio issues. Um, the recording cut out when we were in the middle of talking. It cut out right when I was telling the... We were saying Eugene was going to coach me through using a Gatling gun to smoke a deer. Not actually smoke a deer, not cooking it. That would be a weird way to cook a deer. No, like, to roll one up in joint papers and light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I'm, I don't even know why. <laughs> that was so dumb. <laughs> um, we can move past it, man. I mean, the audio I, cut I, out. I've, I've got to say, the, it, was so, it, was, it was the funniest thing I've ever said. We, I, we can't recreate it. It's just I know, but I'm going to tell them at least. I, so I started to go into it. It's... It was like that scene in Polar Express where the conductor's trying to get the train through the little pass. He's going left, right, and that's what Eugene was going to be doing as I was spraying the Gatling gun trying to hit a deer as a blind man and doing that act out. You know, yeah, it was funny the first time. It was so funny the first time, and it's lost forever. Forever. It lost the source. It's okay. Lost my source. I, um, God. Dang it. We've been having issues here lately, man, but we're going to have to roll with the punches. It's yeah. just, it's, life is life. All right. We've recovered. You were going to talk about the trolley problem. We have not problem. got to the trolley problem yet. No, we had not gotten to the trolley we problem. We were going to talk about Rick and Morty. We, we brought up the trolley problem, and then you were like, hey, Rick and Morty episode four, and then we realized we weren't recording. So. Yes. Um. So the trolley problem is an ethical dilemma that's basically if there's five people tied up on a track, a trolley track, and there's a trolley headed toward them, but there's another side track that splits off that has a person, another person standing on it that, um... They're tied to it. They're, yeah. They so they're standing move. on it. They're, they could just move. It's yeah, a trolley, not a runaway train. Like, right. they're not fast. But you're standing next to a lever that you can divert. The trolley. It's going to kill somebody. you got to choose It's going to kill five people, the path it's on. Or it's, you could change it and make it kill one person. So the circumstances that you have no control over, five people are going to die. Or you can kill that flip, guy. Or, right, you can flip the, sw- the switch, but your action is then shows for that person who was safe to then die. What do you do? <laughs> I just walk off like I didn't see anything. <laughs> what trolley? <laughs> yeah. I mean, me too. <laughs> but that's just more my circumstances. I, you know, like, what do you do? What do you do? Do you kill that guy to save five people? I mean. Who's a, that guy? You're a murderer. But if you don't 
stop a mass shooter from shooting a bunch of people, then, you know, you're just a bystander. Well, that's not murder. That's what? killing. It's murder if you flip that lever. It's not murder if you shoot a mass shooter. No. No, but if well, you don't a stop a mass shooter from killing a bunch of people, that's a, you are not then a bad guy. What would I do? Um, I mean, it depends on who's the track, on the track. Does somebody, is somebody I love in the files? You don't know any of them. I don't know any of them? Well, how old's the guy? <laughs> how old are the people on the track? They're all the same age. Everybody's same age. How old is this? Is everybody 85? Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, if they're all 90, hate that for you. Why? <laughs> yeah. How'd you end up in this predicament? They're all young people with a full lives ahead of them. Every one of them's young. Yes. How young? Um, young enough that you'd look them up on Pornhub? <laughs> not that young <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that down <laughs> It's I've, I've lived it down I, I literally you can, I stand by it Honestly still You lived it down But your dad didn't Yeah 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 he's got a different name But uh, <laughs> Yeah Yeah I changed my name From my father's Not not for my protection But for his Um no, I. I They're mean, all young. Okay. I shouldn't say I. Do, I should. I do still stand by it. I don't. It's not a good thing that you should do. I just. I didn't know any better. I understand the argument that the saving more people or five people dying is worse than one people dying. But you're a murderer. I didn't say that I would switch the lever. I'm just thinking through the problem. Okay. All right. <laughs> I understand that argument. Yeah. But if you're dumb enough to get tied to a train track, I don't care if you're in a group of one or a group of five. It ain't on me. I didn't tie you to the fucking track. Speaking of which. Oh. Right. You didn't. Right. There's circumstances. You know, like you didn't have any control over that. Those five people being there. But you could save them. So interesting. It's one guy over there. If, okay, he said five people, so I'm assuming there's women in the five people. Okay. And you said one guy over there. Kill the one dude. There's there's a series of questions that stems off of this, and you're asking the right ones. I didn't read past that first one. So I know that first thing. Those are all important things. It's like, yeah, you save women and children first. I mean, that's it's just like... Yeah, that's, if it's one dude and there's women on that side, kill the guy. Yeah, you kill the guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, that's pretty straightforward. I might sleep at night. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Right, because you say- Because for five people, I'm a fucking hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, yeah. his family's pissed off? Well, why did they let him get tied to the train tracks, What's dumbass the, family? This is my <laughs> thing. Like, y'all are so worried about the six people on the tracks. Nobody's talking about the seven. There's Person a motherfucker that, that tied six people to the goddamn train tracks. <laughs> yeah. yes. I'm going to interfere with that motherfucker's plan. I'm going to be the fucking seventh one tied to the goddamn train tracks. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm just walking my own way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to kill that guy. That's the guy who kills the guy tying people to the train tracks. Kill him. He's there. And then, well, you got to figure out who it is. You got to do your CSI detective skills, get down there, take some fingerprints, take some blood, get no, some I'm from CCTV. Blood. You just don't don't see no problems, won't be no problems. <laughs> Helen Keller in these streets. But you, <laughs> Eugene is, but now it, ethical and ethical dilemmas like this are almost immediately broken by someone like Eugene. Because Eugene is very upfront that he is a piece of shit. Yeah. I hold that title proudly. <laughs> Dude, Eugene has, was telling this story about 
uh, about a <laughs> gunfire outside of his gas station um, that he worked at, <laughs> and <laughs> he, he went out into the, because they were fighting, you know, outside of the gas station, and, and when he started hearing gunfire, he went back in the gas station, and he locked the door behind him. <laughs> <laughs> so couldn't nobody else get in there? <laughs> yeah. Including the shooter. <laughs> 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 and, and Self-preservation, you, baby. Yeah, Eugene was like, I don't care. I'm a piece of shit. I, 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 look, I got a future. I don't know about any of these drunk fucks out here that are wanting to fucking brawl and get into gunfights. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. I've got shit to live for. Fuck that. I've also seen him tell people that to their face. <laughs> Whenever someone's being dumb, dude, we'll be in the car and they'll like run a red light and Eugene will be like, hey, buddy, uh, uh, Zane and I got something to live for. So if you could drive a little bit better, <laughs> we're going to be stars. So if you could, <laughs> if you could pull your head out of your ass. Oh, yeah. Y'all did right over here with Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was just another one of my buddies who like just does not give a fuck about obeying the law or fucking speed limits or none of that shit. And I'm like, hey, dog, you ain't got shit to live for. That's cool. I get it. Fuck life. I got something to live for. I need you to do 45 and watch the fucking traffic signs. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. The That's good energy to have. I, I love know. that energy. I know. And also, you know, <laughs> the trolley problem. It was interesting. Also, the other thing I was going to say about Rick and Morty is Morty, the, whoever's doing Morty's voice, good job. Whoever's doing Rick's voice takes me out of it. I can't even tell when Rick's talking. Yeah, it, I don't know how to feel about it yet. It's like it sounds like somebody doing an impersonation of Rick Sanchez. It Morty. doesn't sound like Rick Sanchez. Yeah, Morty sounds like someone doing an impersonation of Morty to me. Rick sounds like they're like, I'm gonna take this a different direction. What do you think? You seen it? I mean, I hadn't made any judgments about it yet because I'm still watching the season. I'm like halfway through it. Um, <laughs> oh, your brother's nuts. But yeah, dude, I saw like half an episode, and I have strong opinions. <laughs> I watched two episodes. <laughs> I, well, and I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty, always have been, but the, it is a completely different vibe, and I'm, I don't, I don't want to see the show canceled because everybody's talking about it shitty because, you know, it's going in a different direction. I don't want to be one of the people bitching about it going in a different direction and it getting canceled because I love the show and I, I love the characters. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that Rick takes me out of it. it Rick doesn't take It's close enough for me. Like, when they changed uh, Solar Opposites, um, that's another one of Justin Roiland's shows that uh, changed voice actors. That one takes me out of it, and I love Solar Opposites. But that voice change is a completely different direction. But it wasn't near as popular as Rick and Morty. Right. Rick and Morty, like, it's very similar to Rick Sanchez. They're not going to get it perfect how Justin Roiland did it, but yeah. it's close enough for me to watch it. It's just, you can tell the creative differences with some of the decisions they've made and stuff. It just has a different Certainly. pacing, a different feel, a different vibe. Like, there's a there's spices and seasonings in the that's not in a pot anymore, you know? Yeah. It's definitely brighter than it was with Justin Roiland, I think. It's, it's, well, there's a whole episode on suicide. I don't know if you've seen but that it's, one. Yeah, well, well, I watched that one last night. Did that you? one comes yeah. with a warning up top. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about brighter. <laughs> but the whole undercurrent of that episode is like, 
veganism, huh? Wouldn't that be a good idea? That's what I gathered from it. Like, it is that. But, like, even, so, like, one of the scenes in it, they are, we should need to put a disclaimer at the top of this. <laughs> 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 um, uh, it's where, one of the disclaimers, it, essentially the premise of the episode is that on this different world, every time the beings of that world commit suicide. They turn into spaghetti. They turn into spaghetti. They be- Their insides become spaghetti. Yeah. Um, very delicious, spaghetti. delicious spaghetti. Seemingly, so I, much that a scientist goes to another planet to collect the spaghetti and turns it into like a capitalist business. <laughs> um, right, and uh, like they go through these different like methods of like everyone dying to to harvest the spaghetti, and like the one where they're hanging from their feet and they're coming through and they're getting screwdrivers to the head. Yeah, that one. Um, that looks exactly like how we slaughter pigs in. A mass factory setting. Yeah, like it's 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 so. Yeah, but the they nose. turn into pork chops, so I don't care. <laughs> right, Same. right. Me too. So like, but I feel like the uh, previous Rick and Morty episodes, like there's like a social commentary for sure. But like this way that they're doing Rick and Morty, it sounds like it. It always feels like it's a little bit of like, you know, <laughs> we shouldn't be doing <laughs> this part of. Like, we shouldn't be eating meat. It feels like some of the under. I mean, Rick, of course, is still like, I don't care. Like, they're all they're all kind of apathetic to like where the spaghetti's coming from the whole episode, right? You know, so it's not like the characters are really that way, but it feels like the commentary is still like they're wrong, you know? Like they're we shouldn't be there. There is okay. It, it, Cook right. something better than a pork chop. I'll quit eating it. <laughs> right. Like, Which is the way I feel too. I'm still my ancestors. Being, had to fight off saber-toothed motherfucking tigers so that I could get pork chops today. You think I'm going to make their sacrifice in vain? Hell fucking no. You put it on my plate and you shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> yes, I am with you. I'm not quitting eating red meat anytime soon. Red meat, blue meat, green meat, I'll eat it all. <laughs> okay, not green. <laughs> <laughs> no, so last time I had green meat, I had to go get a penicillin shot. <laughs> God, I miss her. I'm standing on principle. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. It <laughs> um, uh, uh, which like he still isn't bad. Like okay, like make a case for veganism, you know. But it's like it just it feels like it's trying to say something more than like Justin Roiland, which makes sense because Justin Roiland is unwell. Well, I've done a lot of thinking about it. Um, as far as what I think you're going with with the message, which is like don't eat animals. Yeah, like don't kill these poor innocent animals have empathy for them they're a creature they're intelligent just like you they're on the planet don't increase their suffering and not like god that's a very human thing to want up until you get hungry <laughs> yeah right. the second my stomach starts growling i don't give a fuck how cute that animal is nah. like and that's just my stomach and looking at my kid my son when he's his stomach's growling yeah when he looks at me in his eyes and actually hungry in his eyes I don't give a fuck about your bunny rabbit. Right. <laughs> like. I know. I'll I'm, cook it and I'll fuck it in front of you. I don't care. I know. I used to have this bit. <laughs> you don't fuck it? <laughs> Just to piss him off. <laughs> oh, you don't like it when I eat it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you tenderize rabbit. <laughs> that Louis C.K. bit. <laughs> yeah, that Louis C.K. Have you heard that Louis C.K. bit? Uh-uh. Oh, he's, we just need a a, a quick, a, the, the bit is essentially a, a quick press conference presser from god would really clear some stuff up 
you know. And Great like, premise. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, also, it ends with, also, I don't care who you have sex with. It was all, it was actually Adam, Eve, and Steve, and they were all fucking, no one, <laughs> no one, no one cares. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I never care what you fuck. I mean, you, you, uh. I care what you fuck. <laughs> I know I made the joke about fucking the rap, but I care what you fuck. If you're fucking something that's a what, I care. <laughs> well, yeah, he's. I mean, if you. And, but that, and, and, that's what, and that's what God said is, my only question is, why aren't you fucking the animals? That's <laughs> why I put them there. <laughs> what? That's a great you're, bit. You're eating them? That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny bit. That's great. That's it's a- literally what you were just <laughs> getting to. Was that that idea of like <laughs> you're eating them? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. That that shit rocks. <laughs> That's I funny. um I used I had a bit for a while that I still want to I want to bring back out. Um, that was like uh why like everyone's talking about how China's overtaking us. Um, and all this, da, 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 da. but it's like they've got so many people they have to eat dogs, you know. Like, is isn't it so nice that we <laughs> that we don't have to eat dogs? Like, things are going so good here that they get to be our pets. <laughs> like, there's not <laughs> they don't have pet dogs in China. Do they have pet dogs in China? That would be weird. Because I guess your dinner's ready. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get to know them for a little bit, but it's like I'm sure there are pet dogs in China. Surely. Right, because dogs, man's best friend over the entire planet, cross culturally. I'm so? sure they're yes. I've actually got a friend who's a, a English teacher in China. I'm about to message him after this. So yeah, I, I'm kind of curious. I'm now. sure that, that there are pet dogs in China. Well, because I was thinking, like Americans, like like uh, you I think know, that's like a like we have pet cows. Eugene almost exclusively fucks cows. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> um. <laughs> Cows, so it's like we have chupacabra. right. I, I was thinking about it. It's like it'd be weird to like have a pet of something that you eat, but I guess it does happen. Yeah, I had a pet gerbil once, and they're delicious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Do uh, you think they're delicious? Gerbils? gerbils? Well, I'm sure it tastes like a squirrel. One that works out, you Ooh, know. Gerbil and dumplings. One that gets yeah. on the sounds kind of fire. Don't it? <laughs> like we need to go Shit. by the pet store after this, guys. Fuck yeah! I know we're going before the show tonight. <laughs> I know. I'm so sad. I miss deer chili. Uh, Everybody I, hated it. Are you serious? It was way too spicy. They all cried. I Everybody. Know, oh, Isaac no. quit. He took three bites, put a spoon down, and left the house. <laughs> That's how spicy it was. Oh man, now, I would have loved that. But look, it was so spicy that I did cry. Like tears came out of my eyes. But it was some of the best fucking chili I've ever ate. Yeah. If it wouldn't have been so good, I would have only ate one bite and been like. Fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get fucking McDonald's when I leave. You here. see, when I make chili, I try to make it in a combination of like sweet and bite that like as good as it tastes, it has that much bite to it. So you, every time you go back, you're like, oh, I don't want some. Yes, I do. And then it's like a it's like a psychological war. War. And it's delicious. It's put it to you this way. It was so fucking spicy that after I got done eating it, I had just a little bit of sauce like on the side of my hand and didn't know it. And then I wiped my eyes and I was like legitimately blind. Ben had to like walk me through the house and take me to the fucking sink so I could <laughs> yeah, wash my buddy. fucking eyes out. <laughs> yeah, dude. I <laughs> I made some damn good chili. <laughs> that sounds good. I, I said I missed it. I <laughs> Eugene, but Eugene, Eugene likes spicy. 
but like he just only drinks Mountain Dew. He only drinks Mountain Dew. So anytime any type of spice like touches his tongue, he gets heartburn. Like literally, he gets heartburn immediately. He was drinking Mountain Dew while you said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to drink some too. I just I he also. What? No, say. Like, he keeps telling me I got to drink more water, and I keep trying to explain to him there's got to be water in Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's a liquid. <laughs> it's there. I'm drinking it, just not the traditional. <laughs> we way. did have to break down <laughs> that not all liquids have water in them. That is true. <laughs> we did. We did have to talk about that. <laughs> I'm Jesus. sure soda does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did say that. I did say that. I was like, I bet there is water in Mountain Dew. But for there to be water, you need two H's. And, and an O. And an O. Yep. And not all liquids have those. Correct. So gold can be liquid. Yeah. All metals can be liquid. Can they all be liquid? Yes. If you get them hot enough. Yes. What? Most things actually Everything has a melting point. Yes. Everything has a melting point. Everything will turn to gas if you get it hot enough. I guess that makes sense. Unless I just misunderstood something in my not education. You've got an education. You don't have any proof of it. You're the most educated one here right now. Do what? You're the most educated one here right now. Ah, that's a stretch. You're like damn near an engineer. That is true. I went to college for arson investigation. (laughs) (laughs) And I dropped out, so. You just wanted to make sure he's like, oh, they can't test that? Okay, cool. (laughs) <laughs> I just had to learn a few tricks of the trade. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to tell them why? Yeah, what'd you burn Not down? on a live recording. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, damn it. Oh, that makes me sound way much worse. I have not burned anything. Down. <laughs> <laughs> just so oh, dude. I Tell uh, the story. Oh, I, just, so I, I you, used to be a, a volunteer <laughs> firefighter. Uh huh. So like, I just wanted to... I wanted to go be a firefighter, but like I couldn't just go. I hear a lot of pyromaniacs are firefighters. They'll light the fire and then go fight it. I, I know some people. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's like a thing. It is in South no, Arkansas. That's like a foot For fetish. Sure. It's like a thing. Like a like it's a th- it's a type of person. Yeah, there was a there was a dude in Rising that started like three grass fires. And, like, nobody really, we didn't, like, give a fuck. Like, we're all just waiting for the fucking radio to go off anyway so we can go fight a fire. So Guys, like, come on. Randy started a fire again. <laughs> Pretty much. But then the same motherfucker went and hit the fucking city hall. Oh. People cared about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know what happened to him outside of the prison, prison sentence. I assume he's probably getting about ready to get out now. It's been about 10 years. The unifier starter. That doesn't ring. That nope. doesn't work the same. Not even a little bit. Um, ah, man. <laughs> Arson investigation. But yeah, that was just my like my end to go to fire academy was uh, go up there and do arson investigation while I was going through fire academy. As soon as I got through fire academy, I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Gotcha. And then didn't do mm. anything in fire ever again. <laughs> well, you? you're pretty. You spit fire when you eat crickets, buddy. I tell you that. <laughs> well, I shit fire when I eat your chili too. So. <laughs> uh, did you? Uh, you had the other education too, right? Didn't you go to another college? No, that's the only college I went to. SAU Tech down in Camden. Okay, it was just that. Okay. Yeah, I have an assistive technology instructor degree, 
Now, I used to live uh, Assistive at UCA. Technology Destructor agree? Instructor. Instructor. I thought you said destructor. <laughs> yeah. I I'm just destroying I, technology. <laughs> <laughs> Blind people have it too easy. <laughs> I just go around ripping Braille readers out of their hands, <laughs> slamming them on the ground. <laughs> Braille reader, isn't that just a finger? <laughs> you ripping people's fingers off? Um, yeah. <laughs> what is it called? Got the degree a while ago. <laughs> and I I'm also not in that line of work anymore. Um Were you ever in that line of work? Yes. Doing better than me. <laughs> yeah, you were a volunteer firefighter. I was up until I went through fucking fire academy and then studied arson investigation and then I Dropped out of school, didn't ever go back to the fire department, never signed up for another fire department, just said fuck it. Did they pay you to be a volunteer firefighter? Like $36 a year. <laughs> we get one check. Fuck yeah, dinner's on you tonight, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Oh, they're rolling in it. Well, so My volunteer firefighter check just came in. <laughs> like, we also don't have to pay our water, our water bill or trash bill. So that's oh. fine. Like that, that's a, a nice that adds up. Bonus. Yeah, that's a couple hundred bucks a year. Yeah, like that's that's nice. But yeah, you don't get any actual compensation. They give you the little thirty six dollars as like a gas stipend for you to get from your house to the to the station. Outside of that, you don't make any money. Which it's volunteer. You shouldn't anyway. Yeah. My thought is is like if my house is on fucking fire. I want everybody to come. As many motherfuckers that's willing to show up, please show the fuck up and help me put this motherfucker out. Yeah. So, wanting that for myself, I might as well, you know, if somebody else's house is on fire, go do it. Fuck yeah. And it's fun as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) Most, like, biggest adrenaline rush I've ever gotten in my life was when a fucking roof fell on me. Like, I'm inside fucking house in a fucking one of the rafters. Like, I'm front man. I was the guy with the hose, first duty in that, like, fights the fire. (laughs) That's what you tell the ladies. I'm the front man. I'm the guy with the hose. (laughs) So, my back door is supposed to be the guy that's, like, holding me up. Wait a second. Firefighters have a front man and a back door? This sounds pretty fucking gay. (laughs) <laughs> firefighters man come on you've not seen the magazine yeah the, the calendars the make calendars. a lot of sense now oh no there's a fire let's slide down the pole <laughs> <laughs> oh no somebody get my back door <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like i'm going in and i'm i spray the kitchen off coming in through the front door and my back door's like supposed to be holding me up and like watching the rest i bet <laughs> I bet, he's I bet he's holding you up good son <laughs> Well, no, I wish he would have. <laughs> Motherfucker just didn't come in the house. Oh, like, he was behind me on the porch. That sucks. And then I went through the the doorway into the house, and he didn't follow me. I didn't know he wasn't behind me. I put the first half of the kitchen out and like go to walk in, and I had weakened one of the rafters. And so like when I did, like it just broke, and then like the whole section of the roof just came down on my back, hit my oxygen tank. It, it like it didn't hurt me or nothing. It felt like somebody had shoved me. Yeah. And so, like, I'm everybody like runs into the house and they're freaking out. Oh, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be. We're gonna get you out. We're gonna get you out. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, <laughs> get the fuck off of me. <laughs> and then, like, I feel this white. Get off me, pussy! You didn't with, even want to come in the house. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's at this point? Like, it's not just him. Like, it's my whole my whole crew. My my chief and everybody's like running in. Like, it's like they heard the the roof, roof come in and they down, knew yeah. I was inside. Yeah. So, like everybody's rushing in and they're freaking the fuck out. And rightfully so, from their perspective, I was underneath a piece of flaming roof. I can see how that. I didn't know that though. I had no roof idea. Roof wasn't the only thing flaming there that yeah. day. <laughs> Chill out, guys. I'm spraying the kitchen off. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so like the hose was like pinned under my arm, and like it was holding my shoulder up, so like keeping most of the weight off of me. Yeah, uh. which is probably why I didn't get hurt. But like so they picked the roof up off of me, and uh, my brother picks me up, and like I just shoved him. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, shoving me in a goddamn fire right now?" <laughs> like it, it felt like somebody had just like put their hands on the back of my oxygen tank and just pushed me down. Yeah, so I was like, "What the fuck are you like doing, like horsing around playing in the middle of a goddamn house fire?" Oh, I, di- I'm, I didn't push you, man. Like, the roof fell. And, like, point over to it. And it's a big-ass section of the fucking roof with the fucking cross timber on it. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I almost died. Okay. <laughs> so then, like, I got to go sit out and do my little, you know, they got to check me over, the paramedics, make sure that I don't have any injuries and shit like that before I can go back into the fire. Get back into the fire, and my old high school principal is going to clear one of the bedrooms, and there's a propane tank behind the door. That we didn't know about. And like it catches pressure and like blows the, the nozzle and it just starts fucking spinning, shooting this fucking like long ass motherfucking flame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd oh, shit my fucking pants. Dude, that is one of the most terrifying moments of oh, my life. I'd have shit my dude, pants. Mother, dude, that I'd have been gay that day. I'd have fucking <laughs> shit. I'm like, no. <laughs> Boy, that got me. Dude, that motherfucker went to spinning and fell, and when it fell, it like it just took off and like went through the back window. Which luckily, like it, like there's a bunch of woods at the back side of the house. Yeah, and like there's other houses, a big circle drive in the front. Luckily, it went out the back window and not towards the front because like it would have hurt somebody. Dude, who but stores was, propane in the bedroom? Rednecks. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, dude. Look, for perspective, this house was about a mile and a half up from the river. So, like, deep in the country. Feel me? Like, the only people that lived there were all related and family. Like, one family lived on this road. Yeah. Like, their all the houses were right here. And the house that was on fire was the house in the back. And, like, that's it. Like, rest, it's just woods Ooh, God, for damn. miles. Fucking, you walk into a burning house and see a propane tank spinning on fire. That's a, boy, that's. <laughs> so like I said the, so the propane tank like fucking flies out the window and like as it crashes through the window the dresser's on fire and there's like gun bullets in the fucking dresser and they start going off and my assistant or my old principal like takes a fucking 22 round to the fucking helmet and that's at that point we were like fuck this house we tried to save it I did find the dude's dog I found the dude's dog in the closet I managed to save his dog and take his dog out to him Hell yeah. Uh, the house was Who lost. puts their dog in a closet? No, so like the dog had ran in the closet trying and to And shut out. the door? <laughs> no, like the door wasn't shut. It was like that's just okay. like, that was it where was the just dog the had heat found had trapped it in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like all the smoke. He couldn't find his way out and he just like found a spot and like yeah. buried down in some clothes and was just sitting there whimpering. And like we had already like we was like, Okay, this this house ain't worth saving at this point because they couldn't even tell God us. God damn, what you're all a superhero. You saved a dog. This is closest I've ever been to being a hero. Dude, that's fucking cool. But, yeah, so... Three wait, people died in that shooting outside his gas station, so... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Did they really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he saved it. a dog. <laughs> that trolley problem, bro. <laughs> if you got to yeah. choose between saving three crackheads or a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there were five dogs tied to that truck, Look, that dude's kidding. Well, John, the dog's on fire, you got to save the on fire dog. Yeah. John Wick's not coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't save the dog. <laughs> that is a scary. <laughs> that is a scary um 
propane tank spinning on fire. That's terrifying. Yeah, that was the most scared I've That's, ever been in my life. That'd make your butthole pucker. That'd make Hank Hale get out of that line of work. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't... Okay. He's a propane salesman. Yeah. <laughs> and propane accessories. And accessories. But probably not after that, after he saw that. Probably not. I mean, this one's... I mean, I mean, that's definitely a meth lab. Well, that's everybody, no, we, it wasn't a meth lab. Like, it wasn't. It, no, they're, like they're, have you ever seen a meth lab that exploded? Oh yeah, I was a volunteer. He don't have front teeth. He don't have top teeth, and he eats crickets. Of course, he's seen a fucking uh, meth lab. I thought you were about to say <laughs> I've lost a few meth labs. <laughs> <laughs> I was a firefighter in South Arkansas. I've seen a few meth labs. <laughs> yeah, what does it look like? Does it look like rock candies? Like being, I mean. For the most part, Made? so like we had a camper that uh had blew up, and uh there's they're pretty much there's nothing like there's a metal frame and a bunch of like just paneling and shit scattered for about fifty yards. Okay. Yeah, it's just a big mess. There's normally not unless it's against like a solid building, but South Arkansas, no meth heads out there can afford there's solid no buildings. <laughs> a foundation? Are you? Most of their trailers don't have foundation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much less the meth lab. So, what does it look like, though? Does it have, like, beakers and, and... I mean, after it's blown up. Like, I've never been in an actual meth lab that hasn't exploded, so I, I couldn't tell you what the inside of a meth lab looks like. Have you seen a working he meth lab? He can tell you what no, the outside looks like after the insides are on the outsides. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. <laughs> Despite how I look and sound, never done meth. Never, never was my thing. Yeah. Cocaine... It got me. <laughs> we all got a vice. <laughs> You've never seen a working meth lab. Though. No. That would be interesting. Outside of Breaking Bad. Yeah, that would be interesting. I did watch the fuck out of Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Bad's kind of boring. What? Guys, if you want to argue about Breaking Bad being boring, or if you want to see the cricket-eating champ return for set with the bat, come out to the Looney Bin on Monday, January 29th. Yes, January 29th. You got any shows you want to hype up, Eugene, before uh, we get well, out of here? Specifically, January 29th, fucking set with a bet. Specifically because, so, last year on January 29th was my first time ever doing comedy. Did an open mic at the Looney Bin. So, one year, full around, I go from being an open micer to fucking getting to come do this fucking show with you guys. Hell yeah. So, fucking super, super proud of that and just thankful for y'all for... Giving me the opportunity. To Hell yeah, in, man. Can't wait to see you. Break in my, my one year the right way. It's a pretty cool thing. February 3rd, me and you are um at uh, the joint. For Off Limits Entertainment. Yeah. The first show sold out. The 930 show. There's still tickets left for it. Yeah. Check it out. Do you, do you have other shows? Uh, February 10th, be at the Hoppy Hour Comedy Show in Fort Smith. Be me. LG, oh, LG, nice. LG, You're on Chase Miska's show? Yeah. You'll have a great time at that. Yeah, great room. Uh, yeah, it's, gonna, it's a great little lineup, too. I'm excited. Hell yeah. Um. Yes, I think that's all. I've. February tenth, I am hosting for Gene Barry at the Joint. He's Hell a magician. Yeah. He's a magician, and he's funny. He is funny. He also sent his uh, submission in for America's Got Talent. Just seen that Did he? Yeah. Good for so, him. Good luck on that, Gene. Hope you get it. Gene the Amazing. It'll be a fun show. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see y'all next time. Yo, peace. Peace. peace.